Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. <laughs> Yo. Good little weekend we just had. Wrap it up with a nice episode. We'll talk some Celtics and uh, U.S. Open coming up. I don't know if we'll touch on that. Maybe more next episode. But, um, you know, we'll, we got a little draft or a little uh, starting five coming for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be a good one. And uh, other than that, we'll just shoot the shit. So how was you your weekend, boys? Uh, both kids in my household are a little sick. Uh, so we didn't do a whole lot, just basically did stuff around the house, which was, it was nice, but we missed out on some stuff this weekend, some plans we already had. So, but, uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, we went to, um, I don't know. We, we might have a sick child in our household too. We're not sure if she's sick or if she's just allergies, but rise, uh, that has been leaking like a faucet, but, um, we went down to my brother's house uh, yesterday for my nephew's uh, belated birthday. Uh, his birthday was back in May, but weren't, couldn't find a weekend to figure it out. But um, went down there, had some pizza. Uh, his in-laws have, have you guys heard? I think it's like Uni Grills or Uni Pizza Ovens or something. Oh, yeah. We got one. Yes. Oh, those things, dude. The pizzas yeah. were fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah. like, it was unreal because like, they you, take, you like, make them up and they take it. like, yeah, I swear to God, it was like three minutes, and I was like, "Is it wood fired out. or gas?" You, well, Mine's they have gas. Most, so they have gas. They have you can do it with pellets, I think. You can do like wood. Like mm. I'm telling you right now, though, like pizza's fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. I want to buy one. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty money. And then, um, yeah, good. And today we just uh, did some stuff around the house, and then we did a little late lunch. Went up to uh, went over to Norway. Uh, Norway Brewing Company and had a little late lunch, early dinner. Um, and as I said to my wife, I was reminded why we don't bring two kids to a restaurant with us. So <laughs> it's, my son uh... was fine, but my daughter just wants to run around all over the goddamn place. They have like we're sitting on like the table, right? And like they grow a ton of stuff there for like their food, right? It's like fairly far to table there. Place is good, food's good, beer's good. But they have so they have planters up around the tables. So Rye is just walking around, just ripping shit out of it. And I'm like, Ryan, stop. Her hands are full of fucking, like, soil. She's just, like, ripping, like, oregano and shit out of the plant. I'm like, oh, oh my no. fucking Christ. I'm like, All you right. need to stop. She right, just right. did zero, zero fucks given. Like, just look at me like, I, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to walk over here where you can't reach me, and I'm going to do it over here. So. And she's a speedster. She's quick. She's we quick. built, yeah, or I built... During Christmas time, we had all the kids and like we had everyone together and we built 
a football team out of the kids. And I believe Rye was uh, my little slot wide receiver because she's quick and shifty, uh, small. And uh, so yeah. I could understand that, you know, you stop her from one thing and she's on to the next one already. A little quick, quick feet. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the uni pizza oven. I bought my dad one for Christmas. If you're going to do something like that, or you're going to ask for one, just, just to notice they get backed up for like three, four months. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I ordered one in like October. We didn't get it to like, I think it was like the beginning of March. Wow. It was nuts. Holy shit. Yeah. I know. I was like, Hey dad, here's a photo. But I'll have, tell you what, it's do, worth it though. Yeah. We do have one. It's awesome. Um, so we use it up the camp. I've, I think we've used it twice. And I don't think my dad has ever turned it on. So, like, I'm the only one who's ever used it mm-hmm. for everyone. Like, we did it. But, um, yeah, it was awesome. Everyone was like, "Those these things are great. So, it's funny that you say that because we were talking <clears> about today um, building, like, a little outdoor patio at my house or, like, spot to put, like, my grill and flat top or whatever. And I was like, Kim, we should put a pizza oven here, too. It's like, no, we don't need that. We have one at camp. <laughs> That's uh, that's Ed's next big project. He wants to build, build. an actual brick brick oven. Yeah. He wants to do it with his deck. Yeah, the kid I worked next with. Big pro- next one. big project, he'll do it in a half a day on a freaking yeah. random Saturday. After he's done building this house. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys know at my house how I have like in the middle, like where the kitchen is, it like the the house kind of like indents in a little bit. You guys picture that? So I've always had this vision where I wanted to like in the summertime hang um hanging plants across that yes. section you know what i mean so today i'm like let's do it so i uh got some eye hooks and i bolted them in up top there and then we bought hanging plants have you guys ever bought hanging plants yeah yeah they're not they're, they're not cheap well, i mean expensive yeah yeah <laughs> trust me <laughs> it blew we my mind. bought a few i we have bought to a few, say like literally put the stakes in the ground like by our driveway and like yeah and it's like yeah, they're not cheap, dude. So no then it's like powers. one of those things where it like kind of pisses me off because like we'll spend all the money on them and then like if like we don't get enough rain, like, yeah. then, like you need to water these fucking things. We spent like yeah. fifty. It's a big investment. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I went. We went to Home Depot first. And we got some small ones because we we did five of them across, so like three is small and then two big ones. So the three is three. The three small ones are like fifteen bucks each, which whatever. And then um. Afterwards, I'm like, we should get two big ones and put them in between it. So me and Buckley went over to Estabrooks. It's actually like a flower place. Like 45 bucks per hanging. hanging. <laughs> so we spent $90. $90 for two plants. I, it blew my mind. The biggest gold no. mine in South Portland has got to be a place called Broadway Gardens. It is they so it's so busy that they have to hire people to park people. Like so they the guys that are when like it's a Saturday, they have to have everybody on staff there, and there's three guys out there just directing parking. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. Well, we, we we swung by Sherry's house just for like two minutes today because I dropped off some hand-me-downs. Buckley's grown out of stuff, and we drove by that place, and I was I was in awe of like how busy it was. I wanted to stop in because we've been talking about getting you know hanging plants, and uh, I didn't I didn't even want to because I I hate huge crowds, so we just kept driving. But yeah, it's busy. They do it like year round. Like they have, I swear they like are they have like the main spot for Christmas trees around here. It's like it's yeah. just always busy. So Christmas trees, man, it's fucking gold mine. <clears throat> Got in eighteen this weekend. Just so you guys know, Ooh, still working on the play? game. Uh, I played Oakdale. Nice. Yep. I went home. My niece graduated Friday. 
Um, Kim had a baby shower on Saturday, so I went and golfed. Worked nice. out perfect. Nice, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna try to get if I can figure something out maybe a round in this week because I got to play and I'm going down to Massachusetts this mm. weekend um, Saturday night and playing in a scramble with my father-in-law and um, two other guys down there so I want to try to either get something in this week or maybe hit the range or something Sunday morning while we're so down there but I every time the Celtics have played and I swung a club that day whether it be the driving range or on a golf course, they've won. I was Except like him. Except for this weekend? No, because that was Friday, and I went Saturday. Oh, okay. I know. I was like, I... So you're saying you... So what are you saying? You got to play tomorrow? I have to go tomorrow. You're playing tomorrow? Okay, go to the range. So open invitation. Uh, I want to go to back to Riverside, so... Open um. invitation. I will not be playing tomorrow. Tomorrow is my little man's fourth birthday. Oh, Baba do. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because I, Kate, Katie was ready to pop at Lyd and I's wedding. She oh, was. Yeah. She was she really was, ready. Yeah. She was ready wobbly. to go. Yeah, she was wobbly, like two wobbly, weeks. Wobbly. She was like two weeks over at that point. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Um, you had a little segue there into the Celtics, dude. Yeah. So. Speaking of. Uh, we, I don't think we've talked since game three or four. Yeah. We had a little break of yeah. recordings at so, least. Game three, obviously they won. Um, I don't even remember it. They, it seems like so long ago with these three day breaks, um, game four beyond disappointed thought for sure. They would win that one. Felt good. Even going into the fourth quarter, I felt good. Um, and then they disappeared in the fourth quarter. The Celtics did. <clears throat> I, I just, in I don't know. I don't know where to go. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I feel like, okay, they could bounce back. I feel like, I still feel like the Celtics are a better team. I just feel like Steph Curry is on another level right now. I've just never seen someone so hot in my life. He's he, incredible. He was, abs- he was absurd Friday night. Like, it was, and it seemed like no matter what on Friday, especially the first three quarters, no matter how crazy Steph was, no matter how hot he was, the Celtics just hung with it. They were like, okay, well, we kept making shots. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Because nobody else on Golden State did shit. That, the rest no. of that team has been fucking trash their whole series. They really have. I been. think Wiggins Draymond's has been, been a I think he's been their second best player. Not, okay. I'll he's say Wiggins been was actually Wiggins was solid Friday night. But no, Wiggins yeah, it's not, it's not Poole. It's not Clay. Clay sucks. It's Clay fucking sucks. Wiggins has been a monster. I And it's just. I, I, I'm with you, like going into the fourth, I'm like, you know what? The way things have been going, the Celtics have been keeping up with them. Like Steph, it, the thing is like, you didn't expect Steph to miss any shots, but you're like in the fourth, you're just like, if Steph misses a few shots, the Celtics should win this game because nobody else can make a bucket for him. And then I think it was, fuck, I don't know. Tatum hit a three with like 1030 left in the fourth and then didn't score again the rest of the game, yeah. which you, you can't have. I think the Celtics hit a three. I think Marcus Smart hit a three with seven minutes and 36 seconds left, something in the fourth, put them up by four or five, and then they didn't score again for like six minutes. So Horford. I think the last only two buckets they had in the last like six minutes was a, yeah, was smart, a smart three and a Horford three, three. three. Yeah. I don't know what it was, too. I mean, I know they were making threes, and I know like the, some of the threes they were taking were like they were open shots, but I felt like most of the game they kept attacking Golden State at the rim, and then – but I just feel like they were just settling in the, the last like five, six minutes in the fourth quarter. 
Um, I don't know. It, it was it was a disappointing loss to the point where I think there's zero chance they win this series now. None. I think they lose in six now. Because I, I just, I don't know what it is. like. So you think I'm, a team that hasn't lost back-to-back games is going to lose three in a row? Yep. That's bold, dude. Well we, we, well, we just talked about literally how, like, our, like, we our thoughts on everything changes. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be wrong. The Celtics probably win tomorrow and then win again at the Garden. I don't, I don't know. I just, it was the fourth quarter and the way that game ended was a fucking disaster. And it's not like you can say, oh, Draymond hit six threes. He's never going to do that again. Like the one player that went off a of Golden State, you can you can never say he'll never do that again because he's right. the best shooter we've ever seen. So, mm-hmm. I, I I mean I I'm overreacting when I say I think the Celtics are going to lose in six, but um, it was a tr- it was like the Celtics like winning games and then playing like dog shit over stretches on the next game is concerning and like I just don't know like maybe this is this is finally the series that catches up to them. I don't know. I mean, that's their MO. It seems like they have huge game, then a then a letdown quarter, and then a huge game, and then a letdown quarter. And this seems like for them. So um, I think the biggest thing that like I think I noticed in this game was that Kerr kept his timeouts and was able to use them at the end of the game and only use them to swap offense for defense. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen often anymore. It doesn't happen like ever, I feel like, in the NBA. I feel like that's, that's just – you can't do that. And um, I feel like he – I feel like he played that almost perfectly by getting Draymond out when they were on offense and getting Draymond back in when they were on defense. Um, Even so. that to make the call, yeah, to be I, like I'm playing Looney over Draymond mm-hmm. was, and and like Draymond's such a phenomenal team player now, where he understood it and he was like, "Yep, and I'm ready to go when you call on me." Yep, I think that was huge. But Kerr having the balls to do that, like Brad Stevens would have pissed himself if he did that. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. would have. He had to make that. I decision. just. It, and with that being said, like, obviously it's a huge, it's an incredible move by Kerr, but I don't really think the end of that game was anything that Golden State did. The no, Celtics was, just fucking, couldn't make they shots. couldn't make shots, make shots. And they just, and like their two best players disappeared in the biggest moment of the game. That's, it's really what it come down to. Brown and Tatum were both fucking and nowhere to be found. Curry did just the opposite. Yeah. And Curry well, was like, unfucking conscious. Like it was just, it was, absolutely stupid so i you know so i guess i yeah i don't know i don't think there was anything that golden state did did in that game to like beat the celtics i just think curry was on another fucking planet Mm -hmm. i think i think it's i think from here on out it's just gonna be home team wins each game that's what i think it's gonna go seven i think Warriors gonna win seven but I've been saying it all along. There hasn't been like a single game yet where it's been within 10 points. Just please, for the love of God, give me a final possession game. That's all I want to see. I want to see a final possession. <laughs> I, yeah, I was so it. stressed out on that one that I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Unless I, it's like a win. It's and even, that, even if it's a win, I don't think I can do it, Kev. What is the last time the Celtics have had a game that was decided within 10 points? It was the, the first game of the playoffs where Tatum got the ball on a... Against Pass, Brooklyn, spun and threw it up and in for the win at the buzzer. If that's true, I mean, I, I'm sure I there's been one... You think ten? That's the last ten point game. That's insane. Oh, not ten point game. I think that's the last like last possession. Oh, like, oh yeah, I see. I, see, I think I see, there's been yeah. some that have been within ten, but like the final bucket being like the game deciding shot. I think that's the one. Oh, and Heat. I Heat actually game, last, game seven of Heat was a four point game, so that, I don't. I can't remember how it played out. <laughs> they were oh, up Butler. huge, Butler and they shot. fucking. So it wasn't really close, but it yeah. was. It should have yeah. been fucking over a while ago. Yep. Uh, that's right. I um. 
I thought that this game was going to end that way. I just, the way it was going at the end of it, I'm like, they were going back and forth the whole game. I'm like, this is going to be a buzzer beater. And I, like I said, I legit had all the confidence in the world that the Celtics were going to win that game. And then it was just like, oh my God, somebody, it got to the point where I was like, stop shooting, just run to the basket as hard That's as you possibly can and try to get like selling. a foul. And try to get somebody to get to the line and like settle things down. Cause I feel like once they stopped missing shots, it was just like, Oh my God, nobody, I don't know. They couldn't figure it out, but I don't know. I mean, they already won on the road in golden so, state. They did it once. It wouldn't surprise me if they did it again, but I'll I just say the don't one feel thing, great about it. Yeah. I don't feel great about it either, but every time I feel down, like I'm like, feel like shit about this team. They always bounce back. So like, I guess yeah. I feel like neutral, I guess, but, um, I don't want to go game seven, honestly. I think game seven would be a nightmare scenario for them. I just think that the Golden State would be rocking, and I don't know how they would handle that. So, really, if I'm feeling confident about this team winning it all, they have to win games five and six. Um, but, hey, you never know, right? We, Like I said, we've they've proved me wrong so many times um, every time I feel bought, doubted. But the biggest thing I saw that was like, driving me insane like i was all right i was like screaming at the tv they would set a screen and our bigs would never step to steph curry like you have mm-hmm. to fucking i was like screaming and like Udoka, you could hear him yelling at al and like they know it and they just wouldn't do it like there was just something in their head where they just couldn't do it and it's like you have to step to him just put a hand up and like oh well if looney gets a fucking wide open dunk oh well it's better than a fucking steph curry three yeah, and and you just gotta trust that your teammates behind you make the rotation, and you try to get out on there, man. Like, oh well, I'm so sick of watching Steph Curry shoot with no one in front of him. It's like it was unbelievable, and I was like screaming at Rob. I was screaming at like that's what I liked about Grant, but then Grant fucking go and like I can't how many times this this series Grant has been like oh, I'm just gonna foul someone. Like there was like not even a fast break, and he was just like ah, I'm just gonna grab someone's arm. It's like what are you doing, Grant? Like you're yeah. you could help us. Like you can actually move your feet as a big man. We'll see. So I just looked this up. So if the Celtics, you know, they won first series by in four games, second series seven games, third series seven games. Chance the series goes seven games. If it does, that'd be twenty-five games played in the postseason. That's a lot of games. That'd be second most all time. Only other team that had more were the 07 08 Celtics. Celtics, because they went seven with fucking Atlanta in the first Atlanta. round. Remember? They did. They went seven against them, seven against Cleveland, and then they went six and six. So, wow. Yep. Crazy. That's, that's, a, that's like a, that's a quarter of a season. It's a lot of games. Well, I, I mean, that's what I mean, talking about, like, I can't remember the beginning of this postseason. It's been so long, you know? No, I know. That Brooklyn series feels like forever ago. So forever long ago. Forever ago. It's just, it's nuts. Like, I feel like they, it just, it's so drawn out. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's a money thing, but it's like, holy fuck. Just like, get it over with. Um, I don't want to t- spend too much on this, but what do you guys think of this? I saw a, a, a quote today, or coming yesterday, where Anthony Davis says he hasn't even shot a basketball, hasn't touched a basketball since April 5th. So that's over two months ago. Oh. What do you think about that? Was it a reasoning for it? Like, is he injured or something? No, I don't think so. I um, feel so. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I trust Anthony Davis that like maybe he's just like hitting reset. Like, I'm just going to like hit a reset button 
And then, you know, two months before seasons or a month before the season starts, I'm going to amp it up and then I'll be ready to go. But I want to rest my body completely. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's getting up there in age now. He's going to be close to like, you know, 29, 30, right? Uh, 29. Yeah. So he just turned 29 in March. He's he's like a vet now. So it's like he can Mm -hmm. he should be able to take care of his body, reset himself and then amp it up. I I wonder if that's common. Like. I never mm. hear of stuff like that, so I don't know if that's common or not. But like, I just always think of like Kobe. I just like that's my brain goes to. I, just, I feel like he never took a day off, even and in the postseason. I follow Tatum on Instagram, and he trains with the two guys he trains with every day in the off season is Joel Embiid and Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm. So it's those three are together every day playing, and it's like like a week after the season's ends for him. In years past, I know he was like out playing. Yeah. So. Like I could picture if Tatum wins, if the Celtics win or lose this championship, I could picture Tatum playing basketball like two or three days later. Yeah. Well, and I, it's probably the difference of why, like, I don't think people are ever going to look at Anthony Davis as being a winner. Yeah. I well, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I it's I know they had a lot of like ups and downs, but I just like it seems crazy to me like that a team with him and LeBron on it can't make the fucking playoffs. Yeah, I know bad. there's more to it, but yeah, a lot of injuries. Like this LeBron year. is still a goddamn fucking machine, and oh, I, yeah. I don't know, but it, I I don't know. I I find it funny. Anytime no, the they, Lakers they, don't make the playoffs, I think it's fucking hilarious. One hundred percent need to. Um, another thing I want to talk about today, we have touched on Cooper Flag a little bit, but another cool thing, uh, Joseph Estrella or JP Estrella, yes. I don't know how would he goes. JP, by. I listened JP. to a podcast, uh, a podcast he was on, and they were like, "You got to pick one," and he was like, "JP, I guess JP." Yeah. So he went to South Portland High School at, like last year as a junior year, but then he just transferred to Bruce Brewster Academy, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Brewster, New yep. Hampshire. Um. So before last week, he had some pretty huge offers like Syracuse, Iowa, Marquette, Tennessee, Cal, Connecticut, UMaine, another one in Notre there. Notre Dame, huge. Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of huge ones, and then last week he gets an offer from Duke which is incredible. And then just today or yesterday, he got an offer from Kansas. So it's like, it's so cool that flag and Estrella, like both kids from Maine, they've obviously moved out of Maine now, which I think is the best thing for them. But it's so cool to see these guys getting these like huge blue blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird because like, if, if you're not from Maine, if somebody's listening to this, they're like, yeah, you probably have kids in your community or your state that get offered by these schools all the time. But, um, the fact that one kid got is getting offers from Duke and Maine is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's actually two of them is kind of even more rare. I mean, you think back of like when we were in high school or even previous to the previous. So prior to when we were in high school, like kids didn't go to these big schools that were from Maine. I mean, we had like, like Cowett went to Villanova, but I went to BC and then, more recently, Caner Medley went to Maryland, which was probably the biggest school like yeah. anybody that's like been from Maine has gone to. And it's just it's it's pretty crazy to see like two kids there and they're going to pick be able to probably pick wherever the hell they want to go to school. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's fucking pretty, pretty incredible. JP in his interview, I, I wish I could name the podcast. I think I sent it to you guys, but. I think it was it, it's a guy from Maine that, that does it about men's basketball or guys basketball. Actually, it's any basketball. It's in Maine. Uh, bi- it's it's uh, big time hoops. The podcast. I don't even know who it is. I know he's right around my age because no. he, he interviews a lot of guys right around my age. But um, he does an awesome job. But 
Um, they asked, he asked if he knew where JP was going to go. And he said, he, he said, there's a school that I'm waiting for. So I wonder, oh, or he, said that, he said there's multiple schools that I'm waiting. This is before Duke. So yeah. he said, there's multiple schools that I'm waiting for. And I wonder if, um, he's like how many, and he said two or three schools that I would definitely choose. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones they have now. So I wonder if Duke was one of them. So like, he's, just like looking at rankings, like he's not even on ESPN's rankings, like Cooper flags third on for his class, like JP's um, on this two, four, seven sports. They have him ranked like 164th. So he's not going to be like a lottery type player coming in and having an instant impact, like where Cooper flag might have, but uh, he could be one of those guys that develops second college. So I, I, I like, I'm super excited that flag got offered to Duke Cause I think, I think he could go there and like make an impact. It would see him play all the time. I think if Estrella goes to Duke, I think he like rides the bench like for a couple of years and like, you maybe see him coming his junior year. That's so I don't see him yeah, going I, there. I, I think it's one of those things with him too. You kind of curious to see how like the season plays out at Brewster, because I would imagine like they're probably going to put, I mean, he's, he's like, what is he? Six ten, six nine, six ten. He's a big, six, big tall, skinny kid, six eleven. Yep. So you're probably going to see him. They're going to probably try bulking that kid up as much as he can because he's going to probably in that, that prep league, prep school league, whatever he's going to play in. He's probably going to get pushed around by some big kids. So you kind of want to see how he comes out of there because I think if he like matures a little bit more physically in terms of like his body weight, strength and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you think that maybe the game can translate more to the next level quicker than it would be if his body still stays the same. Um, no, with all being that, with that being said, the number one overall pick in the NBA draft is going to be like a seven footer who weighs like 127 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. So it may not matter. And I'm not saying he's like a future number one overall pick, but I'm saying it really just kind of depends on how, you know, where they, you know, if they hit the, um, hit the ground running when they, when they get there. But so um, like with like Duke, UNC, Kansas, Kentucky, like those four blue buds, the big ones, you know, do you know, like did Bedard ever get offer from them? You know, um, like, I wonder if these two kids from got, Maine are the first got, ever from Maine to get offers from the one of those schools. No, I know he got like Maryland. I know Gary Williams did. Yeah. Um, I know Notre Dame did. Um, and BC was big back then. They went to the big, I mean, they went to the final yeah. four. Um, so like, like, I don't, I don't know what his biggest one. I, I know Bobby Knight was interested, but I don't know if he went, like if he got an offer from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, the it only, it, you, you're the fucking, you got the end with him. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe would no, be just as good as an interview because Joe would be, um, Joe would let it rip, whatever he thought he would, he would, he would say it and express it. So maybe we'll get Joe on sometime. Anyway, hey. we'll get them all. We'll get them all. Get ready. Um, <laughs> you know what I started last week and I highly suggest it. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix about Formula One racing. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Is right. It's electric. It is fucking awesome. Yeah, it it's like growing so shit. fast, but it is fucking isn't it insane? Awesome. Isn't it like a hard knocks thing? Like kind of similar yeah. to like a yeah, hard yeah. knocks. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking awesome. I, I was like, eh, and the guy at work that I work with was like, I started on season one and he's like, I'm addicted. Like I go to a race now every year. Um, it's unbelievable. Um, is it called, doing is a, it called formula one drive to survive? Oh my God. It's awesome. Is that what it's called. Yeah. And I've only seen season four. So like I started the newest season 
and uh, the newest season was unbelievable. If you have, oh, well, there's a new. I mean, if you haven't seen it now, then, but like, it, I won't, I won't like give it away. But like, Louis Hamilton has won seven years straight, and the Red Bull team is like on his. So there's always two cars. So there's two cars for Mercedes. There's two cars for Red Bull. There's two for Aston Martin. There's there's teams of two for everything, right? So there's like probably like sixteen to eighteen cars. Um, but Louis Hamilton races for Mercedes has won seven years straight and the Red Bull is probably the second best team. And they have the final race comes down to for points for teams, whoever finishes higher. And then there's Louis Hamilton and Vince leader or Vince something Vince Vince leader. I think it is. Um, they, whoever finishes higher wins. And then like, so in formula one, the poll um, it's just almost just as important as the race because it's so hard to pass. Mm. So they, um, they, Louis Hamilton got one and he got two, the, the guy from Red Bull. So they literally start side by side and it just was, it's an unbelievable race. And then there was like a caution at the end. So it literally comes down to the last lap who, who wins the race. It's just them two. And it's like, Oh, it was, I, I was like on the edge of my seat. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This sure. is nuts. And like, I think I, I hate the owner of Red Bull after watching it. And I like I I don't know what to say because the guy at work got me into it and he loves Red Bull like he has like all like the Red Bull car and he has like a Red Bull hat and I guess at these races because everything's so expensive he said a hat is a hundred and eighty dollars oh my gosh it's insane he's like it's un fucking believable how expensive it is like he got like the little Matchbox car of his thing and it's like fifty dollars. It's like a T-shirt. Is it's uh, it's uh, but it's I I love it. Like I I can't wait to watch the races this season. They're already in like this eighth one, and I went to go watch it today and it, because it was in Europe. It happened at seven in the morning. They missed it. I was so pissed. I I won't be getting into. F- no, you gotta watch it. No, you gotta what go you to the th- one in Vegas. Are they going to Vegas next year? So yeah, they did Austin, Texas. That's the one he went to last. That was two years ago. That they went to Miami, um, and then this next coming year is supposed to be Vegas. Gola, what do you think the betting odds are on this episode? We were talking about Formula One racing going into this episode. I, I didn't want to say anything. Um, I would say plus. Like one thousand. I was gonna say ten thousand. Ten thousand, yeah, right. 10, that's 000. probably closer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Plus, like uh, ten thousand. Oh yeah, my god, I don't think we'd it's be talking about it. It's much. electric. Like, there's some guys in there that, like, you get to see that. Like, I just love that. So this same, this is another cool part. The same people that are filming this are doing PGA tour now. Like they're already with the guys yeah. on PGA tour and they're supposed to get like the inside scoops and all that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. They do such so a I good job. Wanna, I want to watch. I do. I will watch that. I could, I probably won't watch the F one, but dude, um, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> hey, it switching, gears, switching gears real quick because you brought up the PGA tour and I want to just jump into the PGA tour and the live golf thing real quick. Can I say uh, one more thing? You can. Sorry. One more thing. Formula run, formula is different than NASCAR. NASCAR is like a fucking four-hour race. Formula One's like a half hour to an hour and going 200 miles an hour with like four-mile laps. It's fucking insane compared to compared to. Uh, that would be NASCAR. easier to watch. NASCAR, than a NASCAR. So NASCAR. Yeah, that'd be easier to watch a NASCAR yeah, race. It's yeah. over in an hour, and it's like yeah, these things are going 200 miles an hour. If they miss up once, they're they're wrecked, and it's mm. and their cars are worth over 10 million a car. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, and these guys. Well, those things that you've seen like highlights, and those things when they when they crash, those things like disintegrate. Yeah, it's nuts. Do. And it's wild because qualifying is so 
important. I don't know what I called it earlier, but I don't think I called it qualifying. Qualifying is so important. Um, these fucking guys that they'll, they'll crash their cars and qualify like wreck them because they're trying to get a higher seat. It's insane. So even that's fun. Like you have to watch the qualifying. All right. PGA go to it. No, what I was going to just, I just want to go into this whole live golf PGA. And so the live golf, the first tournament wrapped up, um, I think it was Saturday, right? So they played three games and, um, it's, it's just like one of those things where you just like, obviously know it's, it has nothing to do with a competition. It's not competition and being the world's best. It's clearly about money, which is fine. But you look at the top three of the leaderboard this week for the live tour. And uh, we have a uh, Charles, Charles Swartzel one, mm-hmm. just absolute animal. Then second place was Henny Duplessis. Nice. Never heard of him. And Brendan Grace. So just, you know, some of the world's best golfers. Um, and then you look at the, the the tournament today, the RBC Heritage, I think, that was mm-hmm. in Canada, and the top three finishers in that tournament were Rory McIlroy, Tony Finau, and Justin Thomas. Mm-hmm. There's a slight difference in talent, and I love this. This makes me love this guy even more. I'm a big Rory guy. I fucking love Rory McIlroy, and I don't know if you guys saw what he did after, right, immediately after the tournament. Yeah, uh, Amanda Balionis interviewing him because Rory won this tournament back in 2019, and then Canada's got such stringent COVID shit they wouldn't allow anybody in the country for like three years. But they said, you know, what does this tournament mean to you? You don't want it back to black, blah 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 blah. And Rory just simply says, yeah, you know, it was my 21st victory on the PGA Tour. And he goes, one more than somebody I'm not going to name or something along those lines. And that individual that had 20 was Greg Norman. So Rory just throwing shade at Norman because he's a fucking scumbag. Um, And it's just, I I think it was just awesome, like how he kind of took a shot at him, like to say. And then like Justin Thomas right after the tournament put a post up saying, what a tournament. This is why we play. And this is why we play play on the PGA Tour. We play against the best players in the world. Mm -hmm. So you have some of these big guys coming out and taking shots at these shots at the Live Tour. Um, and I, I fucking love it. It's petty as shit, but I love it. I wonder how awkward it's going to be this week at the U S open with these golfers, you know, that are qual exempt or whatever yeah. playing in it. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because, and I, and I don't necessarily disagree with the, with the U S open and the, probably the open championship when it gets there is they kind of said, this isn't, this is an open tournament you qualified for, we're going to allow you in for this year. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to um, – it's interesting to see what they do next year when it comes to this. Um, but it, it just – I want to, like, go back, like, again on this live tour thing. And I, I just think it's – obviously, this the competition's shit, right? I mean, we I just read – I do go down through the leaderboard, and there are so many guys I've legitimately never fucking heard of. Never heard of. Um, But I just – and I understand it's a money thing, but it is absolutely pathetic to me that you have an individual by the name of Andy Ogletree, which I saw something earlier. He made like $40,000 on the PGA tour, whatever. But the fucking guy finished 24 over par after three rounds and still got paid money. 125,000. Like, 125, is that what it was? Yeah. Or something like that. Something it's wild. Like, here's an idea. If you want to make money on the PGA tour, get better. Don't suck. Mm. I don't, I like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Make cuts. Like, it's amazing to me that you can go, you can play bad golf. Like he is really bad. He played like a fucking 
four handicap today and for the three days in a row and got paid. It's just fucking dumb. But yeah. Did you guys watch any? No. I don't even know how. I don't you have to stream it. I turned it on like um I can't remember it was Friday or Saturday, just for maybe five, ten minutes just to see what it was like. Um like one takeaway I had is that their their leaderboard is like always on the left hand side of the screen and it shows me like the top twenty people or stuff like that. Um, but the dumbest thing about it was they they do first initial and then just the first three letters of the guy's last name. So even for like Dustin Johnson, it's like D period J O H. And so you're like you're looking at it, you're like, who the fuck is D J O H? And you're like, Oh, it's Dustin Johnson, okay. Yeah. But you don't know, you don't even know eighty percent of the people in this tournament that play in this this league. So you don't know anyone. It, it's just like the the visual graphics of it were pretty bad. Um, and then I read that round one for viewership, they had 94,000 viewers. Round two, it <laughs> dropped It dropped down to 54,000 viewers, right? Just to put it into perspective, this year's Masters is obviously like the biggest tournament in all of golf for the, like the world, obviously. Masters on Sunday had 10.1 million viewers. So... Just a little perspective. Um, also, a little uh, thing from a PR standpoint. I don't know if you saw any of these clips over the weekend, but um, there was a reporter who got thrown out of the, the press conference for asking questions that obviously the people running the league didn't care for. Uh, one of them that I found hilarious, and he said it to, I think it was Graham McDowell and or Lee Westwood and um, Ian Poulter. He asked them, he just wanted to know where the like morality line was or whatever, however you want to say it, was if Vladimir Putin started a golf league, would they join if the money was right? And Poulter, you could see, he's just started getting butthurt. He goes, I'm not, I'm not answering hypotheticals. He goes, well, I'm just kind of see where your morals are at. Like, yeah. obviously, if the yeah. money is right, you would do it. And you could see Poulter just like, he's like, you motherfucker. He didn't want, he knew we had him. He's like, well, what, how am I supposed to answer this question? Mm-hmm. I obviously joined this league knowing the, the atrocities that have gone on in Saudi Arabia and the what the mm-hmm. government does. And it was just funny because he's like, how am I supposed to fucking answer this question? He's just like, I don't need to answer it. I'm not answering it. And I'm like, yeah, because you know you're a fucking piece of shit because of it. <laughs> right. And it was easy for me to say that because I think Poulter's a fucking loser anyway. But Yeah, they get yeah. some losers in that, in that league. So... Uh, one last thing I want to talk about before we do our little draft. Uh, I just saw this maybe like 30 minutes before we get on here. Did you guys see the thing about Joe Madden with the Angels? <laughs> yeah, I did. did. you see that? The so, yeah, so uh, they were in the midst of a 12-game losing streak, just for anyone that doesn't know. Midst of a 12-game losing streak. So that morning, Joe Madden's like, I'm going to shave my head into a mohawk to like – pump the team up or whatever like that and then and then he gets fired before he even sees the team that day so he shaved his head into a mohawk for no reason <laughs> oh it's so good it is awesome Holy uh, ridiculous uh the only other thing i want to mention real quick just the interview to-, to get fired with a fucking mohawk dude. <laughs> oh that's bad uh, um the only thing we haven't touched on it since the Bruins got eliminated, but Stanley oh, Cup yeah, finals yeah. start, I think, does it tomorrow night? Uh, probably not tomorrow night because I can't imagine they're going to go up against the um, – they start Wednesday night. But it's a heavyweight matchup, Tampa and uh, Colorado. Tampa are trying to go for a three, the first three-peat since the Islanders, I think, in the 70s. 
Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, not the Islanders. It might have been Edmonton. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but they're going for a three-peat. Um, but, yeah, it's probably, I mean, two of the best teams in the league, obviously, but two of the best teams all year long. No surprises. It ought to be a very good series. Um, I think the Avalanche are, have more depth um, and out of their forward groups and maybe and on the back end of their defense. But the difference, big difference to me is Tampa's got the best goalie in the fucking world. There are legitimately people that I've like heard that like on hockey podcasts and like even just like watching the like broadcasts that say that this guy Vasilevsky may be the may turn out to be the best goalie to ever like put pads on. Like he's that awesome. fucking good. So well, if he three uh, beats, be, was he there for the last two? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you three and beats. if you guys and I wish I had him in front of me, but you should see his numbers in fucking elimination games. It's not. It's doesn't even make any sense. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull him up. We get into something, and if I can find it, I'll, I'll mention it. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention it should be a fucking hell of a Stanley Cup final. Um, I thought you were going to mention Bruce Cassidy getting the chick can. Yeah, so th- that I don't even know what I liked to think Bruce. of that. I thought he held his place accountable. I do, too. And, like, people so, were like, there's only his biggest knock is that he's vocal about people that aren't playing well. I agree with you. I think I, so there's a lot of things have come out and I've even, like I, like I told you guys before, I listened to Chicklets quite a bit and some, and Ryan Whitney on the, his reference, he's pretty close to some of the guys on the Bruins and he's referenced that most of the Bruins players fucking hate the guy. Hmm. They don't like him. And I think he it was know. a situation. Yeah. And I, I think it's a situation where, they just needed a, probably a new voice um, in the locker room. I, I, I don't really know, but it, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of wonder where the team goes from here. There's so much up in the air because who knows about Bergeron. If Bergeron doesn't come back, then, I mean, you're probably look, you could be looking at an absolute, like, just a complete rebuild, you know? Um, so, I don't know. Uh, it's It's pretty crazy to see i don't love them firing him but i also don't hate it so do they hire him within like was he behind he's been with the bruins he's been with the bruins organization for 15 years yeah so i mean i can see how it's not like they've had him for five years and they got sick of him they've had him for a long time yeah we'll see um i mean i've heard a lot of them talking about trading um pasta yeah, so I, yeah, they say if they can't come to a contract agreement in, in an extension, which completely makes sense. If Pasenak doesn't want to resign, then you you have to deal him and get something. You can get a ton for him. But um, his it, Pasta's agent come out the other day and said basically these these rumors and these these things are a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think Pasenak wants to be in Boston. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, real quick, so I. <laughs> I got this stuff for you for, for Vasilevsky. So, 2019-2020 postseason, Vasilevsky and the Lightning played in 15 games where they had a chance to eliminate an opponent. His record in those games was 10-5. and five. So, it wasn't yep. great, but he had a 9.51 save percentage, which is beyond fucking absurd, and he's had six shutouts in those games. In his career... 22 elimination games. He's got a 944 save percentage 
And in 15 of those 22 games, he's allowed two goals or less. And in 10 of those games, he's allowed one goal or less. The guy is a goddamn fucking machine. If you get into an elimination game against him, he's just going to fucking bury you. It's just the way it is. It's nuts. But. Who, where, who hey, is hey, home, hockey who's home ice? Must be uh, Colorado. I, Colorado. Yeah, it must be I Colorado. Think yeah. does because I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it Colorado. Is. Hockey guy, you got anything? Uh, uh, you guys nailed all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just echo everything you guys just said. Holy fuck. <laughs> all right. Uh, for our starting five, we're going to do top fast food items. Uh, so. I was getting hungry making this list. It could be any up. items. It could be. Yeah, yeah. It could be a drink. It could be a dessert. It could be a meal. It could be. Right. Condiment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go. Fergola, you're at the top right, so I'll do you. Um, Fergola, you will have the number uno, number oh. one. Lead us off. Holy fuck. Kev, you will have number three. Hi, dog. That, that leaves me with deuces. All right. I'm just going to get it out of the way. I think it's the goat burger of all fast food joints and it may be basic, but I'm, I'm taking a big Mac. Yeah. You yeah. got the pat, you know, the, the multiple layers of the patties, you got the Mac sauce, which is essentially just like relish and thousand Island dressing, but it's money. You got the pickles on there. I think there's a little bit of onion, big Mac slaps. It, it never misses. Um, the only thing I will say about the Big Mac is I don't love shredded lettuce. What? It's mm-hmm. not enough. I like I would I would rather have like a piece of lettuce than shredded lettuce. That's just No, no. I'm saying in general. I'm just saying in general. But it's this not enough. This is probably made me, with like crack, dude. <laughs> it's not enough for me to like go away from it. It's Big Mac is number one overall. Yeah. You guys want to know something? Never had one. Never had. Never, never had one. I, I've tried one, but I've never in my life ordered, ordered one. one. Mm. Uh, Unbelievable. Katie's had them. Oh, Katie loves the Big Macs. She yeah. doesn't get. She has. Maybe she gets like I don't know. Maybe two a year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe two a year. But yeah, she loves a. She loves a. Every once in a while, she has like a a, a weak spot, and she's like, I need a. I need a Big. Well, Mac. she doesn't get. Uh, Let's go, baby. She doesn't get uh, crunk very often. No, no, um, no. But it seems like after she does, she'd be craving mm. that that hangover cure with a little Big Mac. Well, that's at least the last time. Yeah. Um, that's all I can speak for. But she she was craving the Big Mac, so. Yeah. Yep. Can't blame her. Um. I think. I have nothing in front of me. I have not done any research. Jesus um, No. Like I did research, I, like, I wrote down stuff. I didn't do research, but I wrote down stuff. But yeah. I don't put it in any order. So like when I'm looking at my list, I I don't have any idea what I'm going with. Yeah, I, I just write them down as I think of them. I don't put them yeah. in order though. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna take. I I feel like they're not. They're only this good. Uh, let's say 25 percent of the time. But when they do them right and they're hot and they're loaded with salt, McDonald's fries mm. are. So fucking good. Um, 
Yeah. I, I just they have like it seems like they don't always do it right, and like they have to have a ton of salt and they have to be hot, and you don't always get that. But when you do, you're like, oh, I got the I got the good ones. So you obviously think they're the best French fries in all of fast food gold. Do you I think they are? Like I think no, I, I best, but I, I don't. When they're good, they're the best. If that makes yeah. sense. So real quick, um, Lydia's father has a friend. If he ever goes to McDonald's, he will legitimately tell them, "I need fresh fries." Like he mm-hmm. will not. And I'll wait fifteen he minutes. Not, he he <laughs> will. He like will not fucking do it. It's not. Uh, I do not think they're the best fries. I think Wendy's are. I thought I was going to say Wendy's gross. too. No, Wendy's redid theirs Wendy's, a few no. years back. And like, oh, I hate the, I hate the, like the, they're not like crispy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They're I, almost I like, like, I like, yeah, I, I thought Wendy's was the other one I was thinking of too. Uh, but yeah, I, I I, I, I'd probably pick McDonald's. I think they're I don't more, think I would say it because I have Asian fries from Five Guys are, yeah. uh, they're, they're definitely up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I have only feel like I've ate them when I'm, like, hammered, but they are fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think I've only had this uh, three times in my life just because Chick-fil-A is not really up here a lot, you know? It's kind of new. And We should I, say that, that we don't have all the fast foods. Like, there's yeah, so many like down In-N-O, south, and I've never tried. Whataburger. Like Culver, I've heard good things about Culver's, and, like, I've never. Culver's is, like, more of, like, a Midwestern type thing, I think. Yeah. But yeah, we don't have. I've any. heard like they say like raising canes have the best like chicken tendies ever. Never I wanted to it. bring that up, dude. I wanted to bring that up at the end of the show. So uh, that's what I've I've seen a lot of stuff about raising canes. I think the closest one's Boston. I think it's coming. It's it's. I think they've had Prez, one in Boston. They said no. Prez no. Prez tweeted uh, out this weekend. But then I read comments on it and said oh, people okay. said there's been like there's been like two in the city for okay. like years. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the spicy, crispy, the spicy, crispy chicken sandwich there from the spicy chicken sandwich from, I think you can pick either crispy or like a grilled one or something, I think, but the spicy, the spicy chicken sandwich from, uh, Chick-fil-A. I think there's been like huge things like with the whole like, uh, competitions they've had like Popeye's and them. And I don't know if like Wendy's got into it too, or, but, um, wait, the spicy or the original? The, the spicy chicken sandwich is what I'm going with. Oh, the spicy, with. okay. Yeah, because that was like the big thing with competitions, wasn't it? Like I think it was. Spicy I thought it was. The, I thought it was the original. Oh, was it? I think, oh, maybe. I think it's the original. Maybe I'm wrong, dude. The hell do I know? Um. Yeah. All right. Uh. I want to go number two here. All right. Um, I could probably. I I don't think I would ever do this because I'd be embarrassed to order it. But I think I could eat eight of these things, and it's McDonald's hash browns in the morning for breakfast. Ooh. The McDonald's hash browns, like they have the perfect crisp, and they just still taste like the potato. So it's not like all like just batter on the other side. They're just yeah. And they're they're the, they're like they got to be like one of the most consistent things. I feel like too. It's like yeah. they're always just like perfect. Yeah, because they don't, like, make, like, a ton at a time. I feel like they, it doesn't take them long to make it, but they make it mm-hmm. every time. Like, when they make it to order, right? Like, if you order it, then they make it. Yep. Good point. Yep, I had that on there. I, I'll go with my my favorite 
fast food item of all time, and I'm going to say that you guys probably have never even had one. Uh, that is a rodeo burger from Burger King. I have had one. That's the one it's with the barbecue go-to. sauce and the onion rings on it. Yeah, I've had one of those. That's my time. fucking go-to, dude. I, I don't. My wife hates barbecue sauce, and I was like, oh. for like ten years, she was like, "Those are gross. Those are gross." But not like tried them, and now she's like, "Can can we stop? Get one? Can we stop? <laughs> can we stop and get one?" Yes, sir. I don't even remember the last time I had Burger King. It's been I, years I probably go to Burger King more than any. Really? I see. I I go to we go to McDonald's more than any of them, but that's just because like that's what Lid prefers. But I actually like I'm a big Wendy. I love Wendy's. I think Wendy's yeah. is fucking awesome. Um, but we usually go to McDonald's just because Lid does. But and I she would I don't think she'd ever go to Burger King. I think she thinks it's trash. <laughs> But I disagree with her. I think it's fucking good. Um, whew, I don't know how I want to go with this. I know what company I'm going with, and that's Wendy's. You've been talking a lot about it, dude. I have Gotta been. Got to put them on the map. Damn. I am going to go with the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. I think mm. it fucking slaps so goddamn good. Got that little some uh, tomato we got some mayo lettuce. on it a little bit of lettuce that one slaps i don't I know think if i've ever had it changed it a little bit over like the last year like i feel like they've tried to because it used to be my favorite chicken sandwich and then they tried to copy i think a little bit of chick-fil-a and i thought it got worse oh yeah yeah so i don't know when's the last time you had it but go try one Tell me if it's the same it's, one you remember, because I was super um, disappointed when I heard that, and then I tried it, and I was like, "Man, they had such a good one." Yeah, I'll let you know because it's been a little while. Because, like I said, yeah. normally unless I'm like by myself, yeah, I, then I may I'll go into Wendy's, but usually if like Lid and like whatever, we'll go to McDonald's. But um, all right, I'm gonna excuse me, I'm gonna go with chick-fil-a but i'm going with the chick-fil-a original crispy sandwich with extra pickles i think mm. it's money take some of the chick-fil-a soft put some of that on it <laughs> and i just wish that we had one closer and the closest one to me is like portland and then there's one in bangor but i would really love for one to go into auburn but yeah well uh, they need them yeah. in different places because the lines are fucking so long that i, I, I just <laughs> i've been once and i was like no yeah I, I thought that one of them in Westbrook there has been in for like over a year now, I think, right? like a year and a half maybe. Yeah. And I yep. figured by now it would be like a little die down and it's just brutal. No. Nope. People love it, dude. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's fucking nuts. They're like that one in Bangor, like whenever Lid and I, like either on the way up or usually on the way home, mm-hmm. I would say, going up to camp, we're like, oh, we'll pull over. Like, that's where the kids now, like, we'll get them out a little bit, change them, feed them if we need to. And it's like we want to go to the, go there, and I swear to God, there's like fucking 37 cars in the drive-through every single time we go. I'm like, I, I don't yeah, want to do this. It's wild. I will. Uh, I'm gonna take our. I think our first drink. Mm. Um, I'm gonna take the high C from McDonald's, Ooh. made with crack. It is so <laughs> fucking. That's what my that's what my mother-in-law used to always say. It's just crack. And I don't know why it's just better than every other high C in the world, but McDonald's is doing it right. McDonald's following drinks are money. 
They are money, dude. I, that, my next pick was going to be a McDonald's fountain drink, but I'm not even going to do it anymore because I don't think it's right. But it, it wasn't going to be high C. So. Cole. No, mine, I, I have a one on there that wasn't high C either. My, my brother-in-law, Cole, because he works on the road, is like, well, just like driving around, doing whatever. And he passes so many, like, fast food chains. He always knows, like, what's on special. Like, especially, like, the 99-cent drinks. And he'll just have, like... A high C, a Diet Coke, and a Sprite. Like, he'll just, when they're 99 cents, he's like, it's $3. Why wouldn't I fucking do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'm getting paid. I might as well just fucking drive through McDonald's real quick. And uh, he just gets three drinks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, we haven't done this real yet. I'm going to do, um, I mean, I can be specific if you guys want me to, but I'm just going to do an iced coffee from Dunks. I just think, um, like on a hot, I, I do this in the wintertime. I, anytime I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I never get hot coffees anymore. I only get iced. But even in this the summer, like nothing slaps quite like a nice coffee. I hear you. I, I um, for many for years, me- have been a nice coffee guy from Dunks. But then we got this place called the Roma Joe's in Southern Maine, and it has definitely turned me the other. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a snob. I'm mm-hmm. a Roma Joe's guy. I, I'm with you. I, I don't love Dunkin's coffee. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but whenever I go, see, I, I don't get, a, I don't get any like flavor coffees. I don't care for them. I drink my coffee black. It's just regular, mm-hmm. like dark, whatever it is. So. Usually when I go to uh, Dunkin' Donuts, I get a just a black cold brew, so which I don't mind that. But I typically uh, order mine like a high school girl, <laughs> like Cap, hazelnut, I don't, a splash of French vanilla, uh, cream, um, and no sugar. Actually, can you put a packet of sugar on the side? <laughs> Maybe I'll have that. Uh, I start Cap, I started you, doing the on the go ordering because I was embarrassed by like saying caramel swirl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you know that up at the uh, up at Orno where Yushi Booms was, there's an Aroma Joe's now. Yes, there is. I think I did know that. Yeah, too many people got stabbed there, huh? Well, probably. <laughs> I I remember the first time like I drove like lid through Orno because like just a shower like with the mud pit where we used to live and whatever. And I went by, I was like, what the fuck? Was it this? was it packed? Because every time because Jack lives there, too, so when we go see Jack, I don't remember. There's always a line into the rotary. It's like the stupidest thing ever. I don't. I yeah. I honestly don't remember like how many people were there, but I was just like unbelievable. I had a lot of drunk nights at that place before mm-hmm. it was a freaking coffee shop. Yep. Yep. Uh. All right. Uh, this I've had quite a bit of because they actually bottle this shit up and sell it right in the grocery stores now, and that is just straight up Chick Fil A sauce. Um, <laughs> I was always just like a like ketchup kind of guy for like anything like chicken nuggets or like French fries stuff, but like Chick Fil A sauce now that's like readily available and you can just like have it at your house. I think it's the best sauce out there. So good. It's you. I mean, it's drinkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love sauces, so I, I can get down I, big time. I freaking love it, dude. It's so goddamn good. My next pick is also about the sauce. Uh, it's orange chicken from Panda Express. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker. It's I uh, all about the sauce sure, is so fucking good. Dude, I thought for sure I would, that was going to come back to me, but 
obviously not. I didn't even I, think about oh, it unreal. all day until literally it just went like when Kev was picking, I was like, oh my god, orange chicken, that's my shit. I almost went with it, and I'm like, ah, you know what? I, I don't know if anyone's gonna pick Panda Express. I think they gotta go with the burger joints. Fuck. Is I there a Panda thing. Express in Maine outside of the food court? I don't no. think so. No. We have one in South Portland called China Express. It's it's so so close. Yeah. Um, and it is also a drive-through window. <laughs> it's like it takes two seconds. It's so bad. So so. So bad when, for me. It's good. When you it's guys, good. So say like it was like 15, 20 years ago and you guys were going to the main mall for the day. Oh, you were getting Panda Express? Oh, yeah. No question. I Every would sit in that line for 45 minutes if I had no to doubt. get it. <laughs> that thing could go all <laughs> the way to fucking, fucking Macy's, dude, and I'd be standing in line. Oh, we, when I lived in Florida, this is not even when we were kids. I lived in Florida. I was fucking 24 years old. Most There was a lot of days I'd be hung titties. And there'd be, there was one, like, two miles away from where I lived. I would go there on, like, a Saturday morning and just mow down the low main in some fucking orange chicken. Yep. I was a big-time Sarku fan, dude. I yep. loved oh. Sarku. They were, the, they were the ones, the type, two that, like, you'd say you'd wanted, like, chicken on it. And then you couldn't even close the container afterwards because, yeah. like, it was just, like, so full of food. Like, I could never finish any, any of it. But, yeah, that was that was my spot. The orange, do I like? The thing is, is like every time, like I don't go to the main mall often anymore. I hate the main but it's like any time I'm in there, I'm just like I legit just want to just go house some of that chicken. Yeah. But I know I'm gonna intake enough salt to last me, preserve me for my lifetime. But uh, I think it's yeah. been talked about how I had a Chinese place in Old Orchard, and yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I've had a Chinese place in Old Orchard it closed or it's under construction, or whatever. Um, this weekend when I was golfing, then I was like, I played 18 and I was like, I'm fucking starving. Go back to camp. I grabbed some far East and I hate, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I hate doing this on pod. That's the worst Chinese I've ever had. It used to be the best in the world. Oh, did they change ownership, dude? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. And it is the worst Chinese food I've ever had. I, we couldn't even, I even Did you say that? I don't. That they changed ownership. Yes. Yeah, they oh, did, was, yeah. Oh, oh no, I didn't say it until you asked. Oh, okay, okay. Both spaced off. Okay, so that was number I one. Have, number two yeah. is I did find one in South Portland that we really liked. So um, it's just like on the backside of the mall, but they, I've had it before, but they definitely changed a few things, and it's the reviews were great, so I was like, I'm going to try it again, and it's fucking liking it. hey Bad news for me. hey <laughs> Um. All right. Oh, fuck. Sure, you really threw me for a loop there. I could do it. I had fucking that lined up for this, and then I was going to take something coming back around. But, um, all right, I'm going to do this because it's kind of a novelty thing because there's not many other places that do it. And I think it's the only one that I can think of that does it for the major chains. And I am going with Burger King's onion rings. Mm. Nobody else sits them. And I always think when I was a kid, like if you. One of the best things ever when you had like oh, fries yeah. for Burger King, and then you just be in the bottom of it, and there'd be like yep. an onion ring in there. Yep. It was the greatest. It was like such a surprise. That's funny. Good call, dude. Good call on that. Yep. BK's onion rings, fucking, they're delicious. So good. Um, who my fucking? I wanted to go with another like fry type thing on this, but I don't think I can. I can't do it. All right, so I'm just going to go with this is what I get at McDonald's all the time now because whenever we go to McDonald's, we're driving. 
and it's just I can't. It's Big Macs are difficult to eat in the vehicle while you're driving. Mm-hmm. So the easiest meal to eat for McDonald's now driving is just the double 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 cheeseburger meal from McDonald's. They're like small. They got the onions, the melt in your mouth, the tomato sauce, or the ketchup Zach. Ketchup, mustard. Um, yeah, I'm gonna the go with that. Tomato sauce, dude. Was it's that serious? Tomato, what the fuck? No, well, I started saying tomato, then I'm like, it's not tomato sauce, it's ketchup. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Mustard, got some pickles on it. Oh, that's, um, good. that's really good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's my wife's top choice too. She gets the the little two two burger, the little mini burger meal. It's easy to eat on the yep. way you're driving. And she says the the other double McDouble has too much meat. She's used to that. Do you guys remember? <laughs> Do you guys remember when we were? This was definitely. Is that really what like, you mean? Do you mean like the double cheeseburger, like a like a double like two pieces? No, of, I meant like. Two, two burgers. The uh, two burgers. Number two meal. usually. Two okay, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, okay. Um, I wish I could remember it. They had a remember they had like a burger that was like McDonald's version of the Whopper kind of, and it was always on the dollar menu. Fuck. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna Google Google it and say it. Um, you guys can go ahead, but McDonald's dollar menu. All right, I'm going to take I'm going to take I'm between two. I'm going to go with the one that I order more. Um I went through a good streak of them at one point, but I haven't had it much lately, but uh the chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Mm. It's a huge hit for the show dog. Is it spicy or just regular chicken sandwich? Uh I think usually I'll do I'll do What are you picking? Is what, I, what are you picking? Originals, yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, I, yeah. I, I use, like, I, I want to keep this list as close as like the things that I mm-hmm. would get, like if I was gonna get there, go there. Yeah, yeah, I would get the original. Yeah, I've never been to um, Popeyes. Yeah, I think, I think for for some reason the ones on the highway are disgusting, so don't yeah. do it on the highway. But for some reason I love the one in Portland, so I've had, I feel like it's really good. Yeah, since that one in Port, uh, South Portland came, I haven't been to it, but I've been to the ones on the highways, and I still liked those ones because it's like the like the chicken strips are like crunchy, which I like. Yes. But yeah. 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 All right, I'm gonna finish it out, dude. Um, for myself, I haven't had one of these in probably 30 years, but I ordered these things way more than I would have ever thought in my life, like recently, and that's a Happy Meal. Yeah. My fucking kids absolutely love Happy Meals. <laughs> Anytime we drive by McDonald's, like we like, they like, they almost start crying in the car until we stop and get them. <laughs> it's a lot of willpower to keep driving by, but um, I just like remember like being a kid, like getting a Happy Meal is fucking electric, dude. Yeah. Like being able to get a toy with your food was absurd. Yeah. Um, and like nowadays, like. The best part nowadays, they try to go healthy and like you can get apples with it or if you wanted to get extra fries. So like we're always like, yeah, give us extra fries. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. So I'm going I'm going happy meal. That's it, boys. I am. This is going to piss me off, dude, if I cannot find this fucking thing. Anyways, I'm shocked that uh, I feel like chicken nuggets from, from McDonald's. You guys high on those? 
I like yeah, Wendy's. I like, I like Wendy's more. Oh, Wendy's are okay. so. I feel like Wendy's are better. Like I, if I was like actually choose them, but I just feel like McDonald's ones are iconic. Yeah, they are iconic. Yeah. Yeah, um, and the sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's. Is that, yeah, and they, the that. sweet and like the sweet and sour sauce is, is disgusting with any other food, uh-huh. but it's like gold with the chicken uh, nuggets. And the money fries. with their fries too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's it's gold with like any items. At McDonald's, oh. but it's it's would be gross with like if you just like grilled up chicken and went to put like sweet and sour on it or something, oh, yeah. it'd be disgusting. Mm-hmm. The um, one other thing I had, I had fuck I had like fifteen not fifteen more like ten more. Of them. I'm not gonna go through them all, but I had a frosty McFlurry. But the Do you guys like the frosty. chocolate or vanilla frosty now? No, they have vanilla. Chocolate. Vanilla. I, see, I love vanilla everything, but mm. for some reason I love the chocolate frosty. It's because it's not real ice cream. It's probably yeah. just like some fake shit, right? Yeah. The uh, another one from McDonald's that I had, but it was on for a breakfast item was the McGriddle. You got like the the sausage egg and cheese with like the top and it was like like a pancake top with a little mm-hmm. maple syrup and shit. Slapped. Uh Ar- I don't I'm not a huge fan of Arby's. I know Jeff Pelletier's shout out Jeff. But Arby's curly fries are fucking awesome. Yeah, those yep. are good. Yep. Those are those up are there. Mm-hmm. The I think the only other one that I was like thinking about that I could have said, but I already had a burger, is the Five Guy Burger, like bacon. Yeah, double I had that on there, guys. And it yep. is. I, I the thing is, I don't think I've ever had Five Guys where I wasn't absolutely loaded. I don't know if I've ever had it sober. Oh, me either. I I I definitely have, especially with Uber Eats and yeah DoorDash and shit. It's just so easy. That one downtown though on Fourth Street closed, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. Shocking. It must have because of COVID, maybe. Yeah, they must have had issues with like rent and like payment, yeah. like not yeah. making the payments because obviously it's a big food chain, but like, was it enough? Were you making enough compared to what rent would be right there? Because that's like probably the most prime spot mm-hmm. in the old they, port. They, they just opened one up. Um, yeah, in Auburn. In Auburn, Center Street. Center Street. Uh, so, the only the only two I kind of had like. That they kind of were outside the box. We didn't say anything of were like either a McFlurry or a DQ Blizzard. Like that's just like yeah. one of those things you can just like go through a drive-through and like order just that if you like not feel like you want to eat like a meal or it's later in the night or something, you know. But, I had both of them on yep. both of them on my list. What did you got? What is your go-to Blizzard or McFlurry? Ooh, vanilla ice cream Oreo, no doubt. Oreo, mine's yep. vanilla. If I actually we went through. Coming back from Norway, stopped in an ice cream store, ice cream shop, whatever. And anytime I get something that's along those lines, like you mix the stuff in, it's vanilla ice cream and M&Ms all the time. Mm, interesting, interesting, dude. <coughs> I do vanilla ice cream with Heath Bar and Cookie Dough. Mm. So we are completely all over the map. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, we, we, we do vanilla ice cream, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Dairy Queen guy. I feel like though I was like I feel like those don't work with like chocolate ice cream. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I feel like everything like when you do the mixtures, I feel like it's so much better with. Uh, I've never even tried it because uh, like, why would I go away from the vanilla? You know what I mean? That's a, like I'm just not gonna try it. I know I like vanilla more anyway. So I use I sometimes get a twirl or a twist or whatever they call them. And I feel like I try to eat the chocolate side more first because, like, I saved the better vanilla for later. 
almost like, yeah, it's good, but I can't wait to get that other half because it's going to be so much better. And we've we've already established that I'm a weirdo eating. So that just oh, fits right in line. Um, This is real quick. You are, yeah, hold on. You are a psychopath when it comes to eating. There's no doubt about that, especially with sweets. That's all right. <laughs> Um, do you guys remember where, uh, if you got off of, was it exit 193, heading to Orno, the one that was over by, like, um, the movie theater? Yeah, yeah, by the movie theater, yep. So, you know how, like, there was a Burger King right there? Yep. Mm-hmm. That closed down, and there was a Chinese restaurant that was on the end of that little strip mall the movie theater was on? Yeah. That is now in the Burger King. Okay. Really? Yeah, we went, um went through there there when we went to uh coming back from camp oh, we took route two so thought you were gonna get yourself a little burger king and then no what did uh, we do we stopped somewhere well we saw the mcdonald's also a kfc up the road um oh. and that is also it's closed. Bank. it's a bank now um but that kfc when in the 07 world series it was like if somebody stole a, it was the first year they did it if someone stole a base you got a free taco because mm-hmm. it was a KFC Taco Bell. Yeah. And you got a free taco and we like went through the line and it was a huge line, but me and my buddies went through the line, switched drivers and we got like four tacos, went through the line again. We did it four times and people were like, all right, we fucking know what you're doing. We just kept going through the line with a different driver. Um, but all four of us in the car. <laughs> the, this, this may be a hot take. I think Taco Bell is so trash. Oh, I just get no. It's I, it's gross. I can't I'm not a huge it. KFC guy either, so no. they're both gross to me. But Taco Bell is just just it's fucking gross. Yeah, I'm not a huge I can't stand it. <clears throat> so we got game four tomorrow night, um, five. and then game five tomorrow night, and then five. we got um, another recording Wednesday. Game six is. Thursday, so um, we'll talk about Game 5. We'll talk about what's coming up in Game 6. Um, we'll talk U.S. Open then. Um, and whatever else guess. happens. Um, we'll figure it out. I don't know yeah, if we do or not, sure. do we? Can't remember. Not uh, sure. Before you sign off anything, sure, do you want to talk about fantasy baseball at all? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> God, I just looked. I, I don't know if you guys saw me. I just fucking fainted because... <laughs> Ed, not that it would have mattered, but Diaz is in the eighth inning and he blows by fucking Trout, which would have, if you don't remember, was a three-run mm-hmm. bomb, which would have got me the win. But yep. why is Diaz in the eighth inning again? You know he's pitching the ninth though. He's back out in the ninth too. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna get five-out save, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Brennick beat me. Congrats, kid. That's your uh, world. That's your championship. He just won. He won. He went two and zero this week. Yeah, you week. Mike. You and yeah, Mike both playoff teams. Week. He had um, one win on the year. 10, 10 home runs. He had less than a, I think a one point something ERA, like one point two or something. One point nine eight. Yep. Yeah, under two. Oh, so he made it a little bit close. But a two ER under two ERA. Yeah, he had a good week. Anyways, um, shout out Chris. Good, congrats. Maybe you get yourself on this this podcast if you do it again this year. Don't let the boy get hot. All right, just don't let him get hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We appreciate it. Subscribe, like. Um, but we look forward to you uh, 
giving you another episode dropping Thursday. Love you guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys.